Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Spurs News Podcast. I'm delighted to say I'm joined, as always, by Matt. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, very well, mate. Very well. You? Yeah, I'm okay. I just realised I didn't introduce myself this week. <laughs> well, and, and, I'm, so, and I'm joined by Sam. <laughs> yes, yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, so we're 20 seconds in and I've made a mistake already. That's not good. Um, mate, I, I've got to try and be good this week. I've promised my daughter that she can listen to the podcast. All right, no swearing then. No, yeah, no, no, so uh, no mention of the SC word. Yes. Um, and if I do at any point drop an F-bomb or something like that, let me know and I'm going to mark it down so I get the beep machine out again. <laughs> I've just, do you but, know, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Do you know what, I've just, that's just occurred to me and I could actually cry now, now that's actually yeah. occurred to me. My little boy's initials are SC. Well, how could I have done oh, that to him? Wow. <laughs> That's not cool. It's nasty. <laughs> I mean, it was bad enough you gave him a middle name of Judas, but to do that, man, done cool. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I hate when that happens. <laughs> Sudden realization. Yeah, it's oh, poor, me. poor Seb. He used to be so loved. <laughs> oh, yeah, he used to be. Yeah, yeah pre-podcast. <laughs> yeah, pre-pre the realization. It's like you are dead to me, John. <laughs> but why, Dad? Oh, you'll never understand. You'll never understand. <laughs> People will never understand. I, I've had this conversation so many times yeah, with people. Yeah. You, you just don't know. You have no idea the pain. I, I, do, he, I, I know we don't, we don't spend too much time talking about him, but you no. know, I even get fans that like were of our generation who, who yeah. say to me, I don't understand your anger still. And I'm like, oh, you can't be a true fan unless you, oh, you I, still hold that hatred that I hold. Yeah, I... I, I... <laughs> I don't like going down the true fan thing. I know exactly what you mean, I, but I, I just, I, I can't let it go. Perhaps it's no. my personality, yeah. but I just cannot let it go. And <laughs> there are very few people in this world that you sort of, you, you wouldn't, you know, if you met them. You know, like I, I sort of joked last week about, you know, if I met Neil Warnock, I'd want to smack him in the mouth. Yeah. I probably wouldn't. In genuine real life, if I met Neil Warnock, I just wouldn't. Bother. I'm just like, oh, look, there's Neil Warnock. Hate that yeah. guy and walk off. <laughs> now, Alan Titchmarsh, I would deck. I'm just letting everybody know that. I've got a real problem with that guy. I'm not going to go down that road, but I would. When it comes to the other one, yeah, genuinely, I don't think I could see him in public without having to at least say something. Do you, do you know what I mean? I yeah. just couldn't yeah. not. There's yeah. just so much anger there. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I live... Um... I live quite close to Stevenage, and I know mm. we'll, we'll talk about later the the under twenty threes game. But yeah. um, he obviously now he's taken over Macclesfield and uh, uh, Stevenage are in the same league. So I've looked up the fixtures. Oh. We've already we've already played them at home. Uh, oh, we've, we beat them that's, one that's nil. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but we're playing them at Macclesfield in March, and I've said to my wife. I'm look, I'm really looking up train fares t- to go no, just so no, I can hurl I abuse at him for ninety minutes. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's a good idea. I, I genuinely think there are some things I think as adults we have to look at and go. Do you know what? I know myself well enough. I should not put myself in that situation. <laughs> yeah, now, after a few beers, you may find you've booked the tickets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but in sober calm, you should look at that and go. Do you know what? Nah, nah, no, nah. That's not a good idea. Yeah. 
but mate, we got loads to talk about. Yes, um, yeah. There is so much happening, and there's so much uh, good stuff to talk about in amongst yes. the few things that we go. Meh, but mm. there is so much good stuff. So let's kick off with, uh, and a lot of people are going to go, "Oh yeah," when we say this. Yeah, we smashed Tranmere seven nil. Yeah, fantastic. It feels like a long time ago, all of a sudden, and yet it wasn't. No, but yeah. Um, so I don't know about you, but we're going to Tranmere in the FA Cup. We know the squad's tired. I am dreading that fixture with every part of me thinking this is going to be a standard Tottenham show up. We should win this. Oh my God, the opposition are playing well. We can't get back into the game. Whew, luckily enough, we scraped it 1-0 or something, you know? Yeah. I'm expecting that tension for 90-odd minutes of, I can't believe we're going to get knocked out by blooming Tranmere. We went out there and we absolutely demolished them. Oh, completely. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, it's, yeah. It's a lot of, like, a, uh, people are saying, oh, this, you know, the, the old Spurs wouldn't have been able to do that. But even last season, I mean, we, we played uh, Newport and, and Watchdale. Yeah. And yeah. we struggled in both of them games. Massively. So it's yeah. not it's not like the Tottenham of old. It's just the Tottenham. So that's it why was... we, we just didn't, I mean, I don't know about you, but I just did not see that coming no, at all. No, not even a little bit. And, <laughs> I mean, I I sat there grinning. It was just a joy yeah. to watch. Yeah. It's like, what's this about? What's what's this knocking? What's this? They're four, five. I I mean, I I loved the whole we want six. Oh wow, we want seven <laughs> thing because um, that happened quick. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I enjoyed it. Because, there were two reasons why I really enjoyed it. And obviously, you've always got to take into consideration the standard of opposition. That's of obvious. Um, but. But to credit the Tranmere, they didn't play badly. Um, it, it's just a case of we were a class above them. And the players showed it. So I think the thing I liked the most about it was the players went into that game determined to win. Mm. Whereas I think like last year against Newport, like you said, against Rochdale, they showed up thinking they were going to win. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting, the comments from Dele Alley. Did you read them? I didn't know. Uh, he basically pointed to the Wolves game, and he kind of supported what you'd said last week. You know, I, I'd pointed to the fitness and the fatigue, but Delhi very much said, you know, I think 1-0 up at half-time, we, we felt, you know, in the form we're in, we've got this. Mm. And he kind of pointed to that as a bit of a wake-up. And, hell, if that serves as the team now going forward, let's look at the results after Wolves. 3-0, 7-0, and 1-0 against Chelsea. Mm. Yeah, well, we've not conceded a goal since, so that's yeah. a great start. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just generally look like the team have snapped out of that kind of oh wow, <laughs> you know we we uh we really need to be at it. We can't rest on our laurels. And against Tranmere, we didn't at all. It wasn't like okay, we're four 0 up. Let's ease up. Let's. Yeah, let's carry on it was uh, let's bring on the England captain uh, to let the poor the lovely Tranmere fans. <laughs> Um, I I don't think we can talk about the game without <clears throat> mentioning Rodney Marsh's comments. Yeah. What What were your thoughts on that? Trying your best not to swear because my daughter wants to listen. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know we've really condoned violence in this podcast already. Which we're not so we, we have. We have stuck yeah. it too well. Yeah. If your daughter's going to be listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, she, she's already <laughs> she knows me. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But he, for me, it just smacks of somebody that no one pays attention to anymore so please look at me look at me I'm going to say something controversial mate bang on I agree with that yeah, yeah absolutely it's smacked of desperation and 
I just want attention. Mm. Yeah, you're you're mm. absolutely right. I I, uh, I agree. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, Sam. I was going to yeah. say, um, I know I I not that I disbelieve what Potch says because I think there was an element of that. You know, bring on Kane, and yeah. uh, you know, let, let, let the Tranmere fans see the yeah. you know the Golden Boot winner. Yeah. But also, what was going through my mind was something I think you said in a, in a in a previous podcast about yeah. Kane whenever he's on the bench and how oh, much yeah. of a pain in the backside he is. Yeah, a, a <laughs> few a few people said because the Tranmere fans are quite close to it. And a few people on Twitter, because I mean, I, I sort of watch the games and I follow it on Twitter because I tweet from the Spurs News Twitter account, mm-hmm. which is at Spurs News 1961. Give me a follow. I'm a witty bugger. Good plug. Um, good plug. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was subtle. I felt, I don't, <laughs> I don't think people would have realised that was a plug. But uh, and when I'm on there and I follow a lot and I, I was following uh, the Tranmere feed because I follow the team we're up against on any given day just so I can follow what their fans are saying. It's always interesting to get perspectives. Of course. Except for Chelsea fans, they're idiots. Oh, yeah. Not um, interested. No, no, just real moronic stuff. Can, can, but, I, can yeah. I just say one yeah. thing before I forget? Yeah. I went to, when I was at the Chelsea game and they were hissed. They were doing the gas chamber hiss again. Yeah. They're just yeah. on a different planet of disgusting them, not are they? They are. Yeah. They are, mate. Especially when you consider they released a statement before telling their fans not to do it, and release a statement mm. after praising their fans, and whereas everyone else is just going, "What?" Yeah. But I want to say, to their credit, a fair few Chelsea fans were the ones pointing that out on Twitter, saying, how can you congratulate when I'm sat next to a guy doing this? Mm, And it's like, well, yeah, there you go. Mm. Uh, But yeah, back to the Tramier. The Tramier fans, the the reaction was really funny. There were people at the ground tweeting saying he's going to bring Harry Kane on. And like people were going, why would he do that? And they were replying saying, because he won't shut up. (laughs) And and I I was laughing my head off, and I was kind of sharing a few of these, because people were just like... I mean, when we brought Kane on, I think I said in our in our group chat, which is like, why why would you rate that risk? And the the other thing as well is a lot of people have pointed out, and uh, I know a guy who's a sports scientist, and he always said that people's fitness is not like you rest somebody might not actually be any good for them. Mm. You need like they need to keep going. So sometimes it's better that they play twenty minutes than have and then have a complete rest, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure, sure. Because otherwise muscles can tighten and all sorts of. So if they're carrying certain niggles, it's better they do certain things. And um, yeah, but when they brought my like, so in my mind I was thinking, I bet he's just been a real pain on that bench. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Mister Pochettino pointed out that he felt that. To be fully respectful, and a lot of Tramier fans loved it. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of really lovely messages after the game about how long the Spurs players stayed signing autographs. Yeah, sure. Um, and one guy was saying, like, you know, his kid, you know, it's made up. You know, he's a Tramier Rovers fan. The kid got to see the England captain, and the England captain came over and signed an autograph for him. So, yeah, it, it was kind of it, all around. I think we came away from that quite feeling pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I mean, any other points on the Tramier game you want to cover? Uh, not really, just like you say, it was just one of the games where we just didn't expect it. But yeah. you know, it was fantastic. And like, I, I, I was watching it on TV, and like, I, I, I popped to the, popped to the toilet, popped yeah. to get, and I come back. I went, we scored like two more. What's yeah, that? yeah, we yeah. Didn't stop scoring. Yeah, <laughs> the third and fourth, I think it was, were like rapid. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. Um, I mean, Lorenzo gets a hat trick, and Serge Aurier scores two goals. You know, something weird's going yeah. on. <laughs> Kind of going in some kind of alternate yeah, universe, there, yeah. Right? And and I mean, my favorite bit of the night was Serge Aurier taking on a shot and hitting Rose Ed. Not that Tramier has a Rose Ed in that particular stand, but just you know, <laughs> Rose he, you know, he, he, yeah, he just took like someone out in the crowd anyway. And they flashed to the bench and Pot, and everybody's just laughing That's their right, heads yeah. off. And it, well, actually, no, they're all laughing, but Pochettino's a face like, what is he doing? You know? <laughs> 
yeah. I said, do you know? Do you know that uh, that first goal we scored? Yeah. I swear he had his hand up calling for a corner because it, it, I'm, a... I'm with you. Yeah. I think he was calling for a corner because he knew it took a deflection, yeah. and then when it went in, he just it's kept like, his hand up, yeah. like yes, I was celebrating early. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you because you pointed that out to me. And when I watched the replay, I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, he did!" <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, we're through to the next round of the FA Cup. Of course, we've drawn Crystal Palace in the next round. Uh, the draw was fun. Squeaky bum time at the end. Wasn't um, it? <laughs> yeah, but the thing I liked the most was when I was looking on Twitter, Arsenal and Man United fans were the same. Really? Yeah, no think way. about it. Back yeah. in the day, they'd have been, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll draw Tottenham. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, they, no, were thank as, you. <laughs> they were all, yeah, they were all kind of like, oh, no. Um, you know, Arsenal fans thinking, we really annoyed them this season by beating them. We don't want to play them again. Um, yeah, no, so that was, it was kind of weird, that, that whole draw. And they're like pulling out teams, and I'm watching the teams that are left. I'm thinking, we're yeah. going to end up with someone yeah. really quite, you know, nasty in this. But. Um, there's a fair few Premier League games in yeah. that draw, so there's going to be a fair few Premier League teams drop out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Chelsea and Man City, as per usual, kind of get their happy draws through. Mm. I mean, we're not even going to talk about the Man City League Cup draw, I mean, that's just still ridiculous. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it goes back to what uh, our manager has said many times, to win a cup, it takes a lot of luck. Yeah, of course it does. And, you know... And the thing is, as well, you've got to, like I know. Obviously, we wouldn't have got wanted to get Arsenal and United and Crystal Palace. There was other teams. Obviously, we'd I'd have preferred yep. to get. But yeah, you've, you've got you've got to play these teams at some point. Yeah, you know, we, we yeah. can't. It, it's it's not you know. It's nice to get a lower league team and it gets you through the rounds. But at some point, you're going to have to beat a good team or well, you know a good standard team. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely the theory. Mm. Uh, but I mean, if you look at Man City's League Cup run, I mean they're. 9-0 up from the first leg of the semi-final. I mean, it's hardly a competitive yeah, sure. semi-final, whereas us in Chelsea are pretty much going to war. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the next part I want to cover, if you don't mind, I want to give a bit of a, an update on Spurs ladies. That's right. Here come the girls. It's time to talk Spurs ladies. Uh, so basically, the ladies' team had a bit of a break for Christmas. Uh, they had their first game of 2019 uh, this past weekend, and they won. Uh, it was a 2-1 away win. Uh, they were playing Sheffield United, and it makes uh, takes the Spurs ladies to second in the league. Um, and they have a game in hand over third, which is great. Yeah. Um, they play Luz... I think it's pronounced that L E W E S Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. I presume. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Lewis, and they're playing them at home, which is at Cheshunt Football Club on the thirteenth of January. So that's this coming weekend with a one p.m. kickoff. Um, the game was good. The ladies won. It was a real tough match as well. Um, you know, you got to get back into the swing of things. People got to remember that all of these ladies at Spurs, uh, they work or in full time education. You know, they are still a part time team, so. Uh, to come back after Christmas in New Year, I dare say they had some mince pies. I know they're you know they're serious about their football, but I dare say there was a nice little break there. So to come back in, get back into the swing of it, the training. Uh, I read some really great stuff from the coaching team talking about the dedication from them, and to kick the year off with a win, I think was really important. So that's yeah, great, definitely. and and they're up there battling. You know, the the full time professional team in the league, Man United, are going to win the league. You know, there's just no. The you know the full time professional, so of course they're going to win the league. There's no dispute in that. Yeah, but of course. 
second does get you promotion. Um, you know, in the FA Women's Super League is where Tottenham want to be. So, and it'd be phenomenal. Bear in mind, we only got promoted into this league this year. So, you know, it's, it's a massive step up and a massive achievement what they're doing. Um, the game was the game was overshadowed slightly by a tweet that was sent out afterwards by a Tottenham uh, ladies player, Renee Hector. Um, basically, she tweeted out an accusation that one of the Sheffield United players had racially abused her during the game. Um, she'd reported it to the referee, so she'd done everything right. Um, the referee obviously has their notes and an investigation's launched. She obviously reported it to the club as well. But, I mean, I think she possibly just took the Twitter to vent her frustrations, and I don't blame her. I mean, it, you know, with this day and age, this sort of thing you kind of think is gone. But, unfortunately, it keeps rearing its ugly head. Yeah. <clears throat> I find it incredible. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to suggest that I thought racism would disappear because I know it's still prevalent amongst people. But in f- in football, how how are we still seeing this? It's just I find it incredible. I really do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I, I I find myself at a bit of a loss. Um, but not not just a bit of a loss in terms of understanding why. I I just I, I'll never understand why. You know, I I, I don't have that mentality. The the thing I would say, and I don't want to go too far on this because you know we're a Tottenham podcast, football podcast, but I do find in the world where guys like Trump exist, it kind of emboldens people to air these views, which mm. are just just apparent. You know, yeah, just right. they don't they don't exist anymore. The, no. These these type of views need to die out, and with the generation of Trump, etc., when they die off, these views go with them. Yeah, um, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, that that's my yeah. my two cents anyway um <laughs> so yeah i mean the ladies are doing great we will keep doing updates on the podcast and on the facebook page uh, check the website as well um if you want to get down to a ladies game uh it is good it's great for the kids so so do check it out um i want to move on to the chelsea game what are you you were there yeah it was um it was like wolves after 65 minutes yeah. I was watching it thinking we're going to lose 3-1 again <laughs> yeah I um do you know what I, I made that comparison as well which is we were we were in the game doing quite well 1-0 up but then all of a sudden it just felt like we weren't in the game anymore the, the big difference I'd say to the wolves game and perhaps this uh, possibly we could argue the fitness possibly we could argue the mentality is I think Chelsea were playing very very well and I think we allowed Wolves to play very, very well, if that makes sense. I I, I felt that Chelsea, um, the whole game, I felt the first half, for example, I know we were 1-0 up, but I felt it was quite an even first half. I felt both teams were playing well. Uh, I know a lot of people have told me I'm an idiot for that. A lot of people felt we didn't play very well at all, but... I just felt from watching it on the, on TV, it was both teams were kind of really up for it. Um, in the second half, it, it would appear, again, just watching on TV, that Chelsea came out really going for it. Uh, I think we can thank Gazaniga for a couple of really smart saves. Yep. Um, we can also thank both Toby and Sanchez for clearances. Um, Danny Rose as well put in one hell of a tackle at one point. Um, uh, Trippier played very well. So yeah, We don't say I, that very often. No, he hadn't, he hadn't had a good defensive run recently, to be no. honest with you, Trips. Um, but he did do. He put in one hell of a shift. So, mm. um, 
I don't know, mate. It's one of those games, really, where you come away from it and you feel like we didn't play like we know we can play, but at the same time, I felt really proud. Yeah, uh, that's the thing, right? So, uh, for me, right, so I talk about the six... So, if, you, if I sort of rewind and think of being in that ground on the 65th yeah. minute, all that was going through my mind was, we are going to lose again, 3-1, right? This is going to be the same as the Wolves game. The first half pretty even second half they're just battering us but I felt the difference between the Wolves game and the Chelsea game was the shift that the, our players were putting in there was still the odd misplaced pass but you yeah. talk about Danny Rose he put a massive shift in and for me one of the players that stood out for, for me was De- Deli Alley. he, yeah, he, he yeah. was getting really stuck in and he, he he was breaking up a lot of their play I mean I yeah. I was I, I sit behind the gut I mean I, I sit in the same uh, uh, seat that I did last season I just basically get offered the same seat. Um, and I know, obviously, I'm meant to be at the new stadium, but they kind yeah. of... But the, the club yeah, off, move, off, move on, Matt. Move yeah, on, Matt. Yeah, sorry, yeah. But the, the, cl- the club off, offer uh, you to sit where you sat last season. That, so that's where I sit. So I obviously sat behind the goal when Kane scored the penalty. Got a great view of it. I'm only, sort of, oh, uh, I'm only a few rows back. But the second half, just... I've got. I'm having nightmares about Hazard. He was just honestly. It was just the Hazard show. The second half for me, from 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 where I was sitting, obviously, because I'm I'm kind of I'm seeing our box on it. That's where the main where I'm the main action of where I can see clearly. Yeah. He was he was um, but you know he was ruling it there. You know, and uh, I I just I, it it was frightening me at times because he, he's he's world class. There's no getting away from it. Hazard's a world class player. Yeah. But they. For me, they they were just missing a, a strike, and I mean, I know I, I heard on the radio that they're after Higuain, who who played under Sarri. If they get him, if they get Higuain, it's gonna be they'll, they'll be a completely different side. It, it felt like Hazard Hazard for me. I know he plays in that sort of forward role, but he's a creator more than a striker. And if they if they've got like a big a big big number nine up there, then it'll make all the difference for them. But I I think we defended really well. I mean, it was it was scary at times when. Like we we play, we play it. For, I know it's our, our way of playing out from the back. Yeah. But it was so. I mean, some of the passes were like, oh my god, like one inch either way, and this is gonna this is gonna end up in them getting possession back. It was frightening the way we were playing. But uh, you know, we 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 did it. We 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 didn't concede. And people, like when I was when I was li- on the drive home when I was listening to the radio, uh, they had Chelsea fans and Spurs fans phone in, and the Chelsea fans. Oddly enough, with a happier bunch, by the sounds of things, they were like, "Oh, it's yeah. only one nil, you know, we we will turn that over at Stamford Bridge." But the, the long and short of it is that as long as we don't lose in the yeah, replay, we're through. We're through. Yeah. So, uh, and I know the the away goals rule doesn't doesn't count anymore. No. So, so that that's that's not a part of it. But as long as we as long as we do not lose that game, if we draw or we win, we are definitely through. And even if we lose by the, by the one goal, we can still go through via penalties. So. Yeah. This is 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 very much in our hands, and all right, fair enough. It's a slender lead. It's a one 0 lead, but it's still a lead, isn't it? And yeah, for me, I, that's that's the main thing. Yeah, I, I, we we talked about it a few times as well about how people sometimes seem to forget, you know, where we are, and and you know, we're playing against Chelsea. You know, we we've beaten Chelsea three games in a row. Just to put that in context, the last time we've managed that, the year was nineteen sixty three. Wow. So, how many people listening to us right now were born then? Yeah, you know, generally, I and I, and I, I, well, no, me neither, my friend. I, I, I came along twenty years later. So, I, I genuinely now, I, I think people need to just put, just sort of, kind of sit back and go. 
we know the squad's battling like serious fatigue because of the sheer amount of games we're playing. Mm. We know that the squad unfortunately hasn't had the investment it's needed, but we're making the absolute best of it, and the team are playing out of their skins. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they're going to be amazing every single time because no one ever is. But in a game at Wembley Stadium, not home, <laughs> you know, yeah. against Chelsea, how many times have we beat Chelsea at Wembley, everybody? Yeah. Exactly. You know, I think the last time someone said we beat Chelsea at Wembley was when we last won the League Cup. Yeah, I think every other right. time yeah. we, we've lost to them. So you need to put this into the context. Now, also this season, where our away form has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So going to Stamford Bridge, where until last year we'd never, you know, we'd not won in the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I'm laughing as I'm saying this because people are like, "Oh, it's only one nil," or uh, da da da. Just be happy. Enjoy the fact that we won that game. Yeah, we can play a lot better. And when we go there, we know we're going to have to. But our away form has been good. They are going to attack us. And when they do that, we are going to find space. Of course. Um, I hope that Lucas is back. uh, Because obviously we're not going to have Sonny for the return leg, which is a big miss. But I've got to be honest with you, he looked a bit knackered. Yeah, I think we've run him into the yeah, ground. I, we? I think we have really done him in. And if he starts against Man United again, I think Pochettino is going to have a grin on his face. Like, yeah, 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 you can, you have, can him have him. Yeah, you can have him. He is done. <laughs> I was um, pleased to see so, Lamella. Yeah. I was pleased to see Lamella uh, come on. I, lo- I love Lamella. Oh, I just, I, I love lost, his tenacity. I lost uh, Lamella booking bingo. Oh, you kidding? <laughs> no, I said it'd take at least ten minutes to get booked. He did it under five. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I, I tweeted, like. you know, you know, they often show when a sub's getting ready, like the coach showing him something like a tactics board. Yeah, and sure. I tweeted the picture of that saying, uh, Lamella being shown pictures of who to kick. I mean, <laughs> tactics, he's being shown tactics. Of course, he came straight on and just wiped out Hazard. That's right. Like, he, like he'd been sent on with Igor off the bench. Take him out. Okay, boss. You know, bang. <laughs> Um, you know, elbow to the throat and everything, and then and my favourite thing is he kind of just stands there with his hands out like what, what, what? Yeah. I, uh, what did I, I, went, I went for the ball. What did I do? Yeah, um, you know this awesome. wonderful kind of innocent look, even though he looks like an absolute psychopath. Um, yeah, I, yeah, Lamella's an interesting player. Oh, just, I love he's him. kind of kind of like a cult hero for yeah. being a kicker. Um, <laughs> You know, he has got more to his game than that, but his his uh, tenacity let's yes. let's use that word is is quite endearing. Yes. So yeah, he was good to see him back, and I think he'll play a role against Man United. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, the Chel- I mean, we won the game, um, yeah. and we are going into the next leg. The, the big thing about this with the League Cup for me, and it's the thing that's kind of gutting, and it does reinforce the manager's comments. Like I said earlier, is a lot of luck. Regardless of who us or Chelsea make the final, we are going to have been through absolute fire and brimstone to get there. Whichever one, whichever team emerges, are going to have earned it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man City have just won nine nil against Burton. Mm. They could basically play a fan select eleven in the next mm. leg. You know, give off, give their first, second, and third team a day off. Well, us two can play prob- centre back, can't we? I, I think, I think genuinely, we could start that game and they'd still win. Yeah, yeah and and my my whole razzle detra for the game would be to try and score an own goal. So, <laughs> you know, I think even with that, they'd still win the game. So, uh, yeah, they can just put their feet up, and mm. so they've in essence got a game off. Um, yeah, I, it does really reinforce 
what the, what the manager said. Of course, if we'd drawn Burton, we'd probably be 1-0 down going into the second leg. You know what we're like. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, no, it's, it's good fun. Um, I, I'm delighted with that win. I felt insanely proud of the team. I mm-hmm. felt like they had a real attitude of we're not going to lose. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the tackles and the blocks... I, I love that. Um, also, Paolo Gizaniga's record now is he's not lost as a Tottenham goalkeeper. I owe, I owe him such an apology, that guy. He's what, just, a, yeah. what a frightening thing that is. Now, he's our cup goalkeeper, so in theory, we should win both cups this year. Yes. <laughs> yes, and if we don't, it's his fault, everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, imagine that. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I do also find it a crazy notion that we could win a trophy this season if Hugo Lloris, our captain, not lift it because he isn't in the cup teams. Yeah, that would be odd, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, what's that about? And, and I don't go for that whole, oh, yeah, he didn't start, but I'm going to let him lift it with me. No, 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 crap. No. You ain't playing. You don't get to lift the thing. Nothing to do with you, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jog on. You ain't John Terry. Um <laughs> Now get but out of that anyway. kit. Get out of that kit. Yeah, and go yeah. Back get out of that kit. Yeah, you you go. You, you sit in the stands with your wife and kids. And also, if we win a trophy, someone's gonna have to have a word with him about his celebrations. We all know what happened last time. He goes yeah. too far, people. Just he goes too far. Drink some of that no seco. Yeah, 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 yeah. No seco. Yeah, non-alcoholic beer for that guy. Oh come on, no, no, Hugo, sit down. Yeah, no, he's on the slur with the kids. But um, yeah. Uh, so that's the Chelsea game. I want to just talk about the academy a little bit, if you don't mind, yeah, and uh, it kind of brings us uh, t- to the game. I know you're going to talk a little bit about. So the under 18s, uh, the under 18s are undefeated this season. Uh, considering we're now past Christmas, that's actually kind of amazing. Mm. Uh, they have got some really great players in the under 18 setup right now. So many so that they're taking a lot of them to play in the under 23s to give them experience at an older level. Mm. Uh, and I keep thinking to myself when I see the under-18s team sheet that oh, they're missing like five, six players. This is going to be the game we lose, and we don't. We beat Swansea at the weekend 1-0. Um, I'd say five of the best under-18s players weren't there. Wow. Um, our next big, our next game is away to Brighton, which is the 12th of January. But the big game that's coming up is the FA Youth Cup, and we've drawn Arsenal. Oh, God. What round is it? It is the 4th or 5th, I'm not right. sure. Uh, but it's away, it's on the 17th of January, it's a 7 o'clock kickoff, and you can go, fans can go. It's at the Arsenal sort of youth academy ground or wherever they play their games. Um, the ticket's available on the Tottenham website. So if you're interested in that, check it out. They are a very good team to watch at this level. Um, Arsenal are probably the other best under-18s team this season. Uh, Chelsea are always there thereabouts as well, but Arsenal and us are 1-2 in, in the league. So that would be a cracking game. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next thing I was going to talk about is the under-23s. Uh, the under-23s uh, played uh, Liverpool, and you went. Yeah. Um, the next game is against West Ham, so always fun for the under-23s. That's the 13th of January. Um, but yeah, man... You went to the game and there was a bit of a surprise inclusion up front. Yeah, well, Vincent Jensen. Yeah, he, he he cut a bit of a frustrated figure up front. To be honest, I mean, bless him. Yeah, it it, it's a, it was a obviously. Well, as far as I can tell, he's trying to get himself in the win. A bit like uh, the last. Funny enough, the last game I saw a couple of years back uh, when Angels Townsend played when we played Chelsea, huh. and he played quite well actually. He was on for the whole time. I think we lost five four in that game, but um, I don't know. I. I I, you kind of part of me thinks 
you know, he maybe he should have done a little better considering the 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 opposition he was playing against. But at the same time, he's playing with the under twenty threes, and they're, yeah. they're, they're a great bunch of lads. You know, they, they're obviously good quality, but they're not of, of the of the Premier League quality that or no, the, the, no. You know, the, the 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 quality he's used to. He had a couple of sniffs, a couple of chances. Surprised to see him get taken off at half time, but I, I guess from the actual match point of view, it made the difference because when he when he did get taken off, they uh, moved Sterling sort of more yeah. more forward, and it kind of changed things a little. And it, Sterling did get his goal. Uh, I think it was like around about the fiftieth minute he scored, and they 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 equalised with a fantastic like you know twenty five yard shot. But <clears> their yeah. their keeper was was on fire it really was yeah. you know it, we if it wasn't for their keeper we we would have comfortably won that four or five one he, yeah. he played out of his skin and th- there was some real point blank saves he was making but they played well i mean i know i mentioned it to you but that 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 uh anthony georgia he he was yeah. he was awesome really good and yeah. I, I didn't realize I, I looked him up actually after the game and he's going to be 22 uh next yeah. month so yeah. he's he's not he's not I know no, he's still a he, youngster, but he's, he's not. He's ready. Kind of, yeah. yeah, he he um he was in uh, Pochettino's plans at the end of last season. Mm. Um, he went on the summer tour very much in the plans for this year, but then he had a very nasty injury. He's only just coming back. Um, I think you mentioned he got subbed, and I think that's because he's still being gradually brought back into the team. Yeah, uh, he's probably about two games away from being back at full tilt, but. At under twenty three level, he does look a class above. He does. Um, yeah, I, I'd love the club to find him alone. I don't think they're going to. I think they want to monitor his fitness. I think they they'd be nervous because of the injury to farm him out to anyone this month. Mm. But if he could get alone in the championship, I think people would see what a good player he is. There was also a lot of talking amongst a lot of the academy people about the club trying to convert him into a left wing back. Yeah, I could see him playing that role. To be honest, yeah. With you, yeah, yeah he, he's quite tenacious. He don't give up on anything, and he's rapid. He's got you know, pace. Really, yeah, 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 really rapid. So uh, he's definitely one to watch. There's a few there. Uh, did you like Jack Rolls? Yeah, he played well as well. Yeah, yeah, he got in, in amongst yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jack, uh, Jack Rolls scores goals yeah. normally. Anyway. Yeah, normally yeah, didn't score. Great. Didn't score on Monday. But <laughs> no, he's he's a quality lad. There's a yeah, few. There. I'm good, glad yeah. you got to go. To be honest, with you mate, it's a it's a bit of a different experience, isn't it? And it's. It feels almost like you're watching a bit of clogger football, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, there was there was over a thousand people there. They yeah. they, they only opened up the one stand, but I mean, I, I think I might mention it previously. But I, like you know, years and years and years ago, I used to li- uh, live uh, in Dagenham, and I used to watch Dagenham yep. Redbridge quite a lot. And it reminded me of those kind of games. You know, you, yeah. you can smell the deep heat as you walk past <laughs> the ground and stuff. You know, it's yep. real sort of old school football. And yeah. Obviously, I was at the Chelsea game the day after, which is complete other end of just the spectrum. Bit, yeah, so yeah, just that even bit. hit home, like you know. But yeah, there's they're, they're some good good players there, and it, it was a good atmosphere. I mean, obviously, you're going to get Liverpool fans everywhere in the country, so yeah. there was a, quite a few Liverpool fans there as well. But, yeah, I uh, saw you share a picture, sat next to one. Yeah, there, there was my, my, my little boy. He's um, he's da- he's uh, he's got a friend uh, Robbie, who's funny yeah. enough right, named after Robbie Fowler, and his dad is absolute. Liverpool nut, so yeah. it it was really cheap. It's only t- it's two quid yeah. for two quid for kids and a five for adults. So yeah, I said to him for seven quid. And and I, don't get me wrong, look, I I you know how much I love Tottenham, and yeah. I, I, but at the game, I was happy with a one all because it meant both the boys yeah. come away happy. They enjoyed it, and yeah, right, that, that, I, that that was a perfect result. I, I try and say to people as much as like the under 18s being undefeated, it's great. Academy football is not about winning leagues at yeah, academy level. It's not yeah. about winning cups even at that level, although it's fun and great and 
great for them, but it's about developing players. So when you go to those games, the result is always secondary, and yeah. always try and keep that in your mind. And just watch, because there's some there. Like, for example, I went to games, and I got to watch Harry Kane play. Yeah. And so there are people, lots and lots of people have that, and you've just gone and watched that game, and it's quite possible in a couple of years, a couple of the players you saw in that game are going to be in the Premier League, yeah, possibly lighting up Europe, and and you have that kind of bond, you have yeah. that kind of wow, you know, yeah. I I saw him when he, you know he was getting his shins kicked by some, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's it's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm glad you went, and I, I'd encourage anybody who has the opportunity to go and watch these games too, because it it kind of throws you back to what you enjoyed about football when you were younger. Mm, um, mm. And sometimes when it's all the big money stuff and everything, it, it's easy to feel disenchanted. But yeah, uh, mate, it is it is time uh, for our very special feature that we've run for a couple of weeks now. It's time for me to discuss this week's Sissoko Theory. Uh, this week it falls on me. I've been looking forward to this. Um, this thing. Um, to discuss ha- what I believe has happened uh, with the enigma that is Musa Sissoko, <laughs> and um, I, I believe that during Euro 2016, okay, there was an alien being watching the tournament. Right. Okay. This alien being owned uh, like a a fun a fun fair, if you like, of attractions on his world. And he was looking for something new to entice his audience. And he saw football for the first time. And he saw in that tournament a standout player in Musa Sissoko. And he used his technology of an advanced alien race to steal his footballing ability from him. (laughs) And for the last couple of years, he's had this footballing ability himself. And he's been playing football, demonstrating these wonderful, powerful forward runs, etc., to to the people on his world. (laughs) But sadly, an accident befell this alien and he died. Um, it happened around October of last year, in fact. Okay, okay. And and all of a sudden, these abilities returned to Musa Sissoko, and you know he was back to his old self. So that is my theory. Also, also might be the plot of 1990s <laughs> film Space Jam. Got <laughs> it. Well, there you go. I like it, mate. It's a good this, one. This week's Sissoko theory uh, for everybody and. Just because of that stupidity, we'll now raise the bar again by handing it over to your good self for Matt Stats. And now it's time for Matt's Stats on the Spurs News Podcast. Right, okay, mate. So there was quite a few interesting stats that came out of the two games uh, that we've we've had in the last few days. Yep. So uh, I know you mentioned it earlier about our, our away form, how good yep. it's been this season. 
So we've now won as many ma- well, this is obviously after the Tramere game. We've now won as many matches away in all competitions than we uh, we did in the entirety of last season. <laughs> Oh, right. and, and it's and it's what the middle of it's not even is it this man, not even the middle of January. No, yet. no, no. Don't so we've won we we've won thirteen from the eighteen away games that we've played, and last season we won thirteen from the twenty six we played. So it, it's incredible, like our away form that that gives you a kind of a real insight on how well we're doing away from home this season. Yeah, and. Um, I know we also we talked about Sonny and how he's going to be going after the Man United game and, and this stat will just tell you just how much of a purple patch this guy has been in recently. Yeah, so uh, he's been directly involved in 12 goals uh, in his last six games. Now that, 12 that, and 6? Well, that was, the, that was the after the Tranmere, so it's now 12 and 7, obviously, but after right, the Tranmere yeah. it was 12 and 6. Now that was 7 goals and 5 assists, okay? Now that... Uh, the, 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 so being involved in in uh, twelve goals, it took him the previous thirty one games to be involved in that many goals wow. over a season. <laughs> yeah, and he's done yeah. It in six. Yeah, so basically he was lazy for like thirty <laughs> games, and this is the level we now expect, Sonny. Doesn't that yeah. Sam? Doesn't that just tell you how much how out of his yeah. skin he's playing at the moment? Yeah, it's it's going to be sad to lose him right yeah. now, but. Um, it's an opportunity for someone else to step up. Maybe oh, Anthony Giorgio. Yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. can get over his injury. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, no, wouldn't that be nuts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so Tranmere, I just, I just think in the future they're just not going to want to draw us because they, their two heaviest defeats now have, have come uh, courtesy of us. So. Oh really? Yeah. So they they lost seven. Obviously lost seven nil to us uh, on indeed. Friday and. Previous to that, in January 1953, they lost 9-1 to us in the FA Cup. So, yeah. Aww. I think when the balls come out next year, they're just going to yeah. be praying they avoid us. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. What, a, what a fun history we have with Tranmere. <laughs> let's, let's hope they make the Premier League one day. Oh, um, I, w- I wonder, back in 1953, when we was 8-1 up, we brought on our star striker to score the ninth goal, but I didn't look that far back. <laughs> and, and if we did, there'd be some pundit somewhere saying how bad it was. Yeah, some washed up old nobody who used to be yeah. used to be relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure he did, to be honest with you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, so uh, also in that game as well, um, uh, Kane's goal, so the seventh goal of the game, so that means he's now scored nine goals in his last eight FA Cup games. And because of because of Kane and who he is, um, um, I mean, that, that's, that's fantastic, but we, we kind of like shrug our shoulders. Yeah, it's, it's Kane, isn't it? So, and mm. I, I think that's a testament to him. I mean, if any other yeah. player scored nine goals in the last if eight FA Cup games, we're like, wow. But he's like, well, you got Kane. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit I, like that with him, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest with you, I feel he's slacking off a little. Yeah, he's slacking. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he, he's reached twenty goals for the season. That I mean. Last year he'd already done that. Yeah, it's, it's poor. Yeah. It's poor. It's poor. Well, funny enough, I was gonna, I was gonna mention that. So yeah, he scored. Oh, he scored. No, don't worry, mate. You've, you've led me into it nicely. Yeah. So he scored twenty goals now uh, this season, which means he's the first Spurs player in our history to score twenty or more goals uh, every season for the last five seasons. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-one in fourteen, fifteen, and twenty-eight in thirty-five, forty-one, and now he's on twenty. Uh, it, and that goal as well, that goal, he, that penalty he scored against Chelsea means he's now won 160 goals 
uh, for us in all competitions, yep. which which means he's now gone one above Cliff Jones, which moves him yep. now into fourth place. So he's the fourth highest Spurs goalkeeper in our uh, Spurs goal scorer in our history. Yeah, mental. Mental, absolutely mental, isn't it? It's, uh, uh, he, only, he only needs to score another 15 more, which I'm pretty sure he's capable of doing this season. Obviously, yep. obviously as long as he stays injury-free. Yeah, big time, yeah. Another 15 more, and then he moves into third. <laughs> he overtakes yeah, Martin I'm Chivers. Mad. And he, he, he only needs, needs a, yeah, and he only needs another 107, and I say only 107, but I mean yeah. the way he's been scoring the last 160, 107, mm. and that make that'll make him top. He will overtake Jimmy Greaves. I. Uh, genuinely, when I'm sort of hearing these stats, sometimes, it, yeah, and like you said, we we kind of have this. Hey, Kane again, what legend. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember when he first burst on the scenes, and it was like uh, the storm warnings? It's a hurricane. It's a Harry Kane coming and stuff That's like right, that. Yeah. We were all just kind of thought it was hilarious that yeah, this kid yeah. from our academy was scoring all the time, and then in the, the second season, he did it again, and we were like, wow. Harry Kane, he's he's the real deal. Yeah. Third season, he bettered it. Fourth season, he went again, just nuts. And now we're kind of just almost, wow, yeah, mm. we're alive witnessing this. Yeah, you know? sure. We're we're getting to watch this. Like I, I've grew up on stories of what Jimmy Greaves did and Cliff Jones and these players, and I'm actually now getting to witness a yeah. player. Yeah, in, our, in our generation, in our generation, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I had I had a conversation with my with my my dad. Uh, I think it was after the Wolves game. I phoned him. Yeah. I was on the train, and we was talking about it was an MBE got wasn't it? It wasn't an MBE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, yep. and and my my dad was very much like, oh, he should be getting that. Every Tom Dick and Harry gets an M- MBE. Uh, you know, oh, he scored a few goals. But I, I said I said to my dad like. I, he fully, fully deserves that. Okay, yep. Re- regardless of people's opinions on 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 other people that it gets given to, for him to be um, recognised and rewarded for not only the fact that he is just a phenomenal football player, yep. uh, goal scorer. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, the game on Tuesday night. I don't know if you saw it on TV. There was like a kind of a twenty, thirty yard. A pass that came over to him, yeah. and he just landed dead on his feet. I mean, yeah. he's, he's everything about him. He's just a world-class striker, and he's always working to improve. Yeah, and and that's it, mate. That's what I was going to say. Like he, he's, and, I, and I, apologies for repeating myself because I know I say this, I've said this before on, on our podcast, but he is such a role model for, yep. for 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 my son, for my son, and and just for just for pe- like. For 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 Peter for for somebody for people for a human being I mean he is like, he is he's a role model to all of us yeah absolutely and he fully 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 deserves everything that he comes his way in regards to recognition awards everything yep. he's just deser- he deserves everything he really does yep. deserve it all and it's through sheer hard work and and I, and I don't know if this is what I've, this is what I've said in the past but if I could just honestly if I could find a time machine and just rewind myself back but with the memory of or, or, or with the Harry Kane's example I would have done so much better with my life you know yeah, <laughs> no, I know what you mean and you, you just I yeah I can't wax lyrical enough about him I I read so much crap about you know people saying he wasn't worthy of an award like that or oh, just for scoring penalties and 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 I think people just oversimplify things sometimes. And yeah. what you got to look at is that summer, 
everybody was together and having just such a wonderful time. The whole It's Coming Home thing was really fun. Mm. And I know other nations took it the wrong way, but we knew what was going on. We were having a lot of fun because for the first time since 1990, we had a team we were all really enjoying at a World Cup, absolutely. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we all felt a part of it. We all felt we were going in the right direction. Kane was the captain of that and set the example. And all of the players say that themselves, you know, regardless if they're Tottenham or not, they all say he led by example. Yeah, and sure. Gareth Southgate was magic. And both of them deserve to be rewarded for that alone. Absolutely. With all of the Brexit and all of the rubbish going on, that summer when that World Cup was going on, mm. nobody cared about anything. It was just no. fun. There were smiles, you know. It was... Everybody was having a laugh, and it just... And, and, yeah. and from a personal, yeah. from a personal point of view, for us too as well. I mean, we we started up. I mean, we mentioned we did. it, didn't we, the last one? But we started our podcast in the summer, and it's moment. great. It's great memories, isn't it? I, I love yeah. thinking back to, like, we in a, in a way we were we they helped us kind of get us going, didn't they? Because obviously the, they the season had start had finished, so yeah. we could talk about Spurs to an extent. But you know the way he was playing and 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 that that part of it, and yeah. it just kind of helped us kind of. Uh, yeah, it just helped us get get things going from our point of view, didn't it? And I've got yep. great memories. It'd be one of those things where you know you always get people talk about a summer that they really that really sort of remote yeah. really brings they 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 think about quite a lot. And for me, that will be one of the big summer. Like you know, I know we we joked about the fact that it didn't rain for like six months, did it? And like, <laughs> you know, but the, but it, the whole thing was fantastic. And that World Cup just it was the icing on the cake for for the yeah. summer, wasn't it? It was, and and I think people need to just maybe don't get so sucked into the kind of negative narrative that people have now. Yes. The minute that World Cup ended, everyone went back to their club allegiances. You yeah, know, but of you know, you look at the morons from Arsenal fan TV were out there watching England, supporting England, cheering everything Harry Kane did. Yeah. The minute we went out, they were slagging him off. Mm. You know, mm. and so. You just got to kind of go. Do you know what? Your opinion's pretty worthless. Yeah, so let's yeah. let's just carry on with our lives. Um, mate, was that the rest of yeah, your stats? Yeah, that's all my stats done, mate. Ah, another lovely edition of Matt's stats. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Um, I think it'd be remiss of us not to talk Man United. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the game coming up this weekend. Uh, we know where the press are going to focus, so let's not focus on that ourselves. No. Nope. I. I go into the game feeling pretty good, but a little bit concerned about fatigue. What about you? Yeah, it, for, for me, it's not the fatigue that I'm so worried about. It's just the fact that Man United seem to be let off the leash since uh, they got rid of uh, the, the, the not-so-special one. Yeah. Uh, and I, I fear that... I mean, I, I know Sol, Solskjaer said that um, this is our first test, and... Yeah. I, I get what he means. Like, I mean, I, obviously, I, I, I'm sure he wasn't being disrespectful to the other teams that they're playing. Oh, I think he was. <laughs> there you go. I don't think he meant to be disrespectful. I, I yeah. like I like Solskjaer. I like him. I he, think he's a wonderful man, a great yeah. manager, a supreme tactician. I'm jealous of Manchester United yeah. having such a wonderful coach. And if they tie him down to a five-year contract, I will truly be mortified. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but they, I mean, Pogba seems to, be the player almost that they that you know they they saw Juventus. He's yeah. he's playing. He he, he was. He, I don't know what it was. Maybe because of the, the, uh, Mourinho's tactics. He or I know there was the kind of the talk about him not getting on with him, and maybe yeah. he just was going out there. Look, I'm not going to play because I don't want to play for you. But I, I worry that the Man United we're going to get on Sunday isn't the one that we beat two nil. Three 0 
Oh no, I was thinking of the uh, the last time we played him at Wembley. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when Ericsson scored in the first minute. That'll do. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll do. It'll be nice, mm. but I can't see. Well, look, I hope so. I, funny enough, I, it's one of them things, Sam. Where when you play a team like Man United, Chelsea, I know we're we're at such a different level than what we was years ago. No, but we will be up for it. Yeah, of course you yeah. will. Yeah, I mean. I, yeah, it, hopefully it'll be an entertaining game. I, I pay through the nose to get me tickets, so I'm hoping it'll be an entertaining yeah, game. My, my my concern is the the fatigue factor because of the Chelsea game. Yeah, um, you know, Man United didn't have that. So, but you, you talk, Sam. You talk. You talked about uh, Kane. Um, yeah, coming on for f- 15 minutes just to yeah. kind of you know get get that, keep yeah, that momentum yeah, yeah. going. And look, I, I don't know whether it does or it doesn't make a difference, but. You wonder whether it, it, well, we hope it might even be detrimental to them that going out there because, all right, they've had a nice rest. They're going to be fully refreshed yeah, and no, fit. You're right. But, but we're, we're, we've, we've been, we played on Tuesday, so we've, you know, we've, we're still kind of in that mindset. I, and I, I think it comes down to the start. I think we will get a more a rapid start. I think it's as the gang goes on, they'll have a little bit more in the legs because mm. of it. But, it's down to it comes very tactical then you know what do you switch do you switch formation do you switch one player there because that'll give more of a break to other you you know it's down to the manager then to really try and get the best out of them and only he knows what the physios etc are telling him about the side Mm. Um, that's my concern if we don't get stuck into them early and put the game to bed we could really you know really struggle but yeah I've gone into games with us thinking this is going to be a nightmare. We're dead on our feet, and we've looked phenomenal. Yeah, so sure. I, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna prejudge it. I I don't have that same. It's Man United. We're going to get nothing like I used to years ago. Mm. I, I go into it thinking we got it's going to be a cracking game. Like if it was Man City, Chelsea. I don't go into it thinking we're going to lose. I go into it thinking this should be a good game of football. Yeah, sure. They are going to be up for it because we beat them at Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, but I, I still am not convinced they can defend. I'm still. I think if we can get at them and we can keep it tight ourselves, I think we can win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. It, it, it's just, it's just a mentality thing for me, and I need to shake it off. And yeah. I, 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 because we, we, there's enough evidence in in the last, you know, couple of seasons that we can more go more than go toe to toe with with the with the so-called bigger clubs, you know. Oh, yeah. And we are yeah, one of the bigger time, clubs. Yeah. You know, t- take t- take away, f- forget for one second the trophies. We- we're one of the big boys now. Yeah, we are. I mean, it's, it's, um, we've been competing at that level for a few seasons. It's just we've got two decades of not competing at that level. we got to shake out of our brains, I think. Mm. But we're getting there. We're getting yeah. a little bit better at it. And just as we feel confident, we lose the Wolves. But yeah, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll definitely get there. So yeah. um, yesterday... Uh, I posted earlier this week on our Facebook page for comments. Um, I did it earlier because we had a couple of requests from people to say, ah, don't post this in the morning you're recording. We never see it in time. Mm -hmm. So I did it. Um, So it is time for fan questions. Now it's time for your comments. I um I spoke to our voiceover guy recently. He's okay. going to record us some new stuff. 
Oh, nice. Um, I, I can't make my mind up whether I'm going to change everything just for, you know, keep it fresh, yo. Or if I'm just going to bring in some new stuff. But I, I played to you, and I can't make my mind up if I should play it ever on the podcast. You remember I told him just to have some fun with the Spurs ladies one, and he came yes. up with some real stupid I was, ones? I was in tears, mate, listening to him. I, I might play them at some point, but obviously just give people the context of he was joking. <laughs> um, Honestly, they were, I was in tears <clears throat> listening to him. Yeah, yeah, so we might do that. But anyway, it's time to read and listen to the questions coming from our fellow fans. Uh, the first one we have is from... Let's load it now. Do, do, do. Robin Powell. Hello, Robin. Uh, we got, please highlight the Christian to Real rumor, as it's serious as it is. No amount of money could replace the loss he would be. It's a worse version of the Bale episode, in my opinion. Uh, I've got my thoughts on this. Uh, what about you, mate? Well, Ericsson has come out. I mean, this this is probably what might differentiate it from the Bale situation. Ericsson has come out and he, and he said, look, the club know what, what you know, I... I the club know what I want, uh, vice versa. It's going well. It, it, it was almost like just don't worry, guys. Like you know, this is gonna. Yeah. And, and I know you you spoke about that kind of. Did you say you thought it? We thought we'd been done for a while. Yep. Yeah, yep. and so I, it, it's for me. It sounds like it's a a, a, a niggle over the the, the, the release clause. I'm you not, wonder, if you know yeah. you know more than me, yeah. but that's what um, I'm wondering. It is. It, the rumour was that it was done in the summer when Delhi's deal was done, mm. uh, but Delhi's deal didn't get announced for a long time, and it seemed really strange that both of these, you know, when Kane's deal was announced, everyone was like, well, Delhi and Ericsson's are done as well. Yeah. But, you know, Delhi's got announced and Ericsson's didn't, and as time went on, the, the people who were like, yeah, it's definitely done, started changing to, well, we're confused because <laughs> we yeah. thought it was definitely done. And the, the rumour that came out was that there was a quibble over a release clause. Uh, basically, the player wanted to put in a release clause because he was uh, anxious over the future of the club. Basically, you know, he felt that if the club didn't start investing in players, then the club could fall away and then he could be stuck to a six-year contract and, mm. you know, basically finishing his career at Tottenham when... He wants to leave, and he's obviously well aware, like every player is, that if he's got that level of contract and a club comes in for him, even if he says, look, I want to go, Daniel Levy's going to say, I want this amount of money, and basically price them out of a move. So that's where the kind of rumour mill was. Now, what's being said now is that he himself is walked away in as much as just to go, yeah, I'm happy with everything, I just need to decide if it's what I want to do. So the club have made an offer which he's happy with. His agents have agreed everything. It's all there. This is why people think it's done. But he's kind of gone, yeah, I'm not signing it yet. I need to decide. Which is possibly just a case of him and his family decide what he wants to do. Are we happy here in London? I could go and you know live in Spain. We could live in Madrid, uh, in Paris. You know, Any of these teams would want to sign him. But if he signs a new deal, his price is like 200 million. Yeah. If he doesn't sign a new deal, it's less than a hundred million this mm. summer. Mm. You know, so you're looking between eighty and ninety for him because he's only got a year left on his deal. Mm. So he needs to make his mind up, and that's where he is. And I think the interview he gave in Denmark was basically, look, there's a lot of stuff being written about I'm off places. It's all crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the club, me, we all know where we're at. Everyone's happy. I'm playing. I'm working hard. But it's kind of the human element, which I think everyone forgets sometimes which is you know if you work in a job and that's what he's doing and you think to yourself do I want to stay here you know I could go work for that company Mm -hmm. and you know 
Spain's warmer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you, you, you've got to think about it. And he's got a he's got a, a wife. He's got a young kid now. You know, are they settled? Are they happy? Does he want the kid to grow up in a school in London? You know, there's all these different factors that come into it, which are the human factors. And uh, people are kind of like, oh, just pay him loads of money or sign. Well, it from all intents and purposes, it looks like it's nothing to do with money. Yeah, sure. It's just he wants to make his mind up what he does next. And mm. it appears that he's communicating with the club really clearly as well. So everyone's on the side. Everyone knows what's going on. Uh, it kind of ties in with Pochettino's press conference, which is, you know, he, he's good. He's good as gold. I've got no issues. Um, we're going to have to wait and see. I... I I'm always of the opinion if we lose players, we lose them. The club's survived and the club will go on. I think the only player, if we lost him, I'd be devastated to Harry Kane. Yeah, uh, I think I think if he left, I genuinely would have a real struggle. Um, yeah. Other players, no matter how good they are, you know, you talk about the Bale situation. When he left, we signed a load of people. One of those people was Christian Eriksen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, you know, yeah. you know, the, the, world, the world moves on. So, yeah. Uh, that's my thoughts on that. Uh, the next one on here is from Paul Dows. Uh, Paul, hi Paul, says, instead of discussing the things that's quite easy to get in the mainstream media, like POC interviews and Ericsson rumours, <laughs> that's that's ironic, <laughs> um, talk about the management team and the coaches, uh, Pochettino has backing him up whose work goes unnoticed. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a great shout. Um I don't think I can do that now, but how about I do some research and we do a feature next week on the podcast? Yeah, um, sounds a good idea. We talk yeah. about the different coaches, their backgrounds, what they bring. Um, uh, I have actually been talking to one of the, the the coaches for the women's setup about coming on and just having a chat to us about that. So um, I'll try and tie that in. But yeah, okay, Paul, take that under advisement. And I've just even liked your comment on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> uh, Matthew Fleming. Can you please discuss what an incredible season we're having on the pitch? There's so much doom and gloom, but we're 1-0 up in the League Cup semi-final. We're through in the FA Cup, unlike Liverpool, <laughs> into the last 16 of the Champions League, and we are actually in the title race. Four competitions still, it's after Christmas, four chances to do something special. Let's get behind the team. The new stadium will be here before we know it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it, it's, it's hard, isn't it, to... Um... I think that there's that always that fear element, isn't it, of like you know we we we're so far, but we don't want to kind of get our hopes up too much until we win it, you know. Yeah. But it, yeah. he's right. We're 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 all in. We're still in all four competitions, and we yeah. are, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even the Premier League, we've got a decent shout. I'm not going to say we're going to win it, but we've still got a decent shout. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're in it as much now as we were in that season with Leicester. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, we were about nine, twelve points behind them yeah. when everyone was saying we're the nearest rivals. Mm-hmm. You know, we're only six behind Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I, I completely agree with Matthew with what he's just said. The one thing I'd say, and this is the typical Spurs fan in me, okay? So this is everyone can roll their eyes at this, but mm. it, football can change so fast, and the feeling and the vibes and the kind of the factor around a club can change so quickly. So, for example, coming up very soon, we've got a key game in the league. We've got the League Cup semi-final second leg and then the FA Cup game against Crystal Palace. So, in essence, in a week, we got three games. And if we lost those three games, all of a sudden our season goes from looking really great to looking kind of crap. 
and that's how quickly it can turn. You yeah, know, cool. this is which is mad mm. when you think about it. You know, just well, three defeats shouldn't be the end of the world, but well, it could feel like it. So, I think it's good that we all kind of keep our feet on the ground and kind of this is where we are, but we are doing great up to this point right now. The tenth of January, twenty nineteen, we are having a great season. Yeah, what stands teams apart from those who have you know, good seasons and those who go on to finish it and go, that was a great season, is kicking on from here. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, can we do it? That's, that's the big question mark. Can we do it? Can we get over the line? Um, I don't know, but it was a great point, Matthew. Thank you. Um, Louis Redworth says, what's your personal opinion on moving into the new ground this season? If it were to happen, should we stay at Wembley to the end of the season? Is it better shout it's a better shout in my opinion uh, the ins and outs of the Ericsson contract malarkey well we've just discussed that and Gazaniga for number one um, I don't think he's there yet I I completely appreciate the optimism and the love for Gazaniga but you know you're talking about one of the world's finest goalkeepers in Hugo Lloris people are very harsh to him this year he's brought a lot of that on himself so I'm not going to defend him but yeah um, he he's still one of the world's best. So, if Gazaniga is pushing him though, and I like that. Yeah, my, I my, like that he's pushing him. I do as well. My my opinion has completely changed. I mean, if you rewind back to yeah, a few, I know. A few you, podcasts, you were, you were adamant about it. No, but now now I, I'm I, I genuinely like you know if if it got if it got if Larice was injured and Gazaniga obviously came in, that for me isn't like oh we're, we're we're bringing in a really inferior goalkeeper to cover yeah. for him. I know he's not at Larice's not at Larice's level well, yet. He's I'd not argue. He's experienced. But yeah, but I still have got no qualms. But like you know, for, for example, the Chelsea game. Yeah. Now, last well, go back a few months, and I'll be like, you joking? I know Gazaniga deserves to be in the in the squad because he's played every game. Yeah. But I will be like. No, you've got to play Luis. This is ridiculous. Well, well, I think but think last season when we played Vaughan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but now but now I'm I'm comfortable comfortable seeing him in in, in the squad and yeah. Only it's only because of of what I've seen of him. You know, like like we said, he's played he's played eight eight games, isn't he, for us? And yeah, we've won every one. I know the Watford one was after penalties. Well, yeah, but well, well, that does help with the attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does help you feel more solid. But, um, but we've we've we've, we've played. It's not like we've we've played like I know he has played in some games when we've played like you know far inferior opposition. But yeah. there's also he's also played in like Premier League games and stuff and yeah. He's done it. He's really, for me, yeah, he's completely he's, changed my view on him. I mean, he played in the Champions League against PSG. Yeah, of course, and we won know. that as well, didn't we? Yeah, so, yeah, no, look, he, he is a good goalkeeper who has developed brilliantly under yes. the coaching at the club. Um, a goalkeeping coach I will focus on next week. Uh, the other point here that Louis made is the personal opinion on getting into the ground. For me, personally, get there now, tomorrow, when as soon as it's ready, move in. I. I I don't buy the disruption. I think it'd give us all a boost, you know, and take me home, man. Yeah, take me home. I, I'm I differ. I think uh, with with my opinion of it. I, yeah. I I I get what you're saying that if we go to the new stadium, I mean, obviously now the the next three games of uh, uh, league games are definitely going to be at Wembley. Yeah, and my, my, I just want to quickly add as well that I'm glad that, that Spurs have given us the refund of all three games in one lump sum this time. Yeah. So that's been a that's nice deal. And yeah. also they've made the, the the three games 
at Wembley. Category C. Yeah, there used to be Category B, so I wonder if that's like a little token as well. Yeah, it is, and it's a it's, it's a little bit overdue, but it's yeah. welcome. Yeah, yeah, it's but, good. But I, I I I get what you're saying. So like the the the, the games, like for example, the Southampton game at Wembley. Yep. If that had been at what the new ground, there would have been a better atmosphere. I'm not saying they would, like. I'm not saying because I'm trying to like at White Hart Lane, the the Southampton game would have still been pretty quiet, but because we're moving into a new stadium, that yeah. gives all the, the the fans so they'll get behind a, a a game where normally they wouldn't. So I get that point of view, but for me, I, I take on board what Kane said when he said that he feels like Wembley's home now. Mm. So I worry that. And I know you say you don't buy this argument, but I do worry that it would be a disruption. I feel like, okay. like say for example, we move in 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 uh, March, for example. Okay, yeah. so we've got a couple of months left. We we are really at the business end of the of the yeah. season then. And for me, I just would rather we just stay where we are, uh, and and don't disrupt it, and then come the so, next season, just start with so a. So let, let let me give you a scenario. Go on. Last game of the season. Yeah. The the Premier League title race has come down to the wire. We can either play it at Wembley or play it at the new ground. If we win, no matter what the other results, we are the Premier League champions. Okay. Would you rather play it at Wembley and this w- with 50-something thousand? Or would you rather take our first ever game oh. at our new stadium the chance to win the Premier League title? Oh, mate. That's a, that's a, that's a difficult one. Um... Do you, know, do, 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 do you know? Do you know what the, the Chelsea game? I, I, um, the atmosphere. Although it was, although the top tier was, was came was across empty, really well, mate. It was electric. It, it, it yeah. was one of those games where you wear that back of your hairs and you know stand up really. Love it. Yeah. You feel the electricity from the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, it, I we can still do it at Wembley, it. but I, yeah. You, you, if, but giving me that scenario, yeah. Take I mean, me if, home. Yeah, to the place. Take me yeah. home. Take me home. Take me home. Yay! See, I know I'd win you. If it's only the last game. If it's only the last game. No, 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 no. no. I win. (laughs) Move on. Um, Okay, the next question is from Bonyface Kitama. I have no idea if I'm saying that right. Apologies if I've just offended you. Our move to the new stadium, what is the ordeal behind it? Plus Ericsson and Toby contract situations. Well, we've kind of discussed Toby's contract ad nausea, um, so I'm not going to do that again. Ericsson we've just discussed. Uh, we've also talked about the stadium. What's the ordeal? Um, it's a massive project, and it's overrun. It's a real pain, but it's happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, can, I can be angry. We can stamp our feet and hold our breath about it. It ain't going to fix it. When, when it's we, what it when, is. Yeah, you're right, mate. When when we posted on the Facebook page the um, the update from from the from the Spurs uh, website about the you know the, the fact that we're going to be playing the next three games and the Champions League game at Wembley, uh, uh, one of the one of our one of our uh, one of the guys that's on our page mm. commented and said that leave his head should roll, and I I don't agree with that. I I, I think the thing is look. The way you got Did you reply, by the way? No, I, I didn't because I uh, I, I, I worry. You are I, slacking. On yes, the Sam. I, I right do. Now. I do worry that <laughs> I I feel like I don't want to antagonise the people that that make the time to post, and I yeah. I'm of a personality that I just. I go in full force. It's like you know when you when you see Brexit arguments, you know you just there's yeah. no one going. Yeah, I kind of agree with what you're saying. This is my opinion. It's like no, you're wrong. Like you're and it's already extreme. Yeah. And and because he was going with the extreme of leave, he should leave. 
yeah. I, I didn't. I thought if I go in, I'd just go in the other end, and we'd we'd end up antagonising each other. So I thought I'd just leave it. Yeah. I did. I did comment on a few people's uh, po- a few people's comments, but uh, for me, the way you got to look at it is. Um, if he was building, if Levy was building a garden shed in his back garden, yeah. and, and it was overrunning, look, come on, Bucky Ideas, it's just a shed. But this is like one of the the biggest, most complex yeah. football stadiums that have been built in the last twenty, thirty years. Yep. And you've only got to look at the Crossrail project. I don't know if you've been. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're overrunning by nearly two years. Yeah. Because it's such a massive, massive project, and I understand that they said that we'd be moving in August. Why well, I understand they said that. We all can't all of us knew in the back of our minds that they were just it was a hope and pray and it was never gonna yeah. happen. There's been the anger that people have, uh, have wanted to move in, they want to sit in their seat, there's the anger. For me, I get the feeling now that and this is only from, from people I speak to in my own personal uh, view of it obviously because you know I'm a season ticket holder yeah. there's no anger for me now I'm just look look. what's done what's happened has happened there's been mess ups it's not it's not gone to plan it is what it is let's just let's just deal with what we've got like you know like I say they've, they've, Spurs have given me my all my money back now they've changed the game to category C so I'm used to going back to Wembley now this season as, as long as at some point either the end of this season or next season it gets opened up and then we move into our lovely brand spanking new state of the art stadium that's all i'm thinking of now i don't i don't get the the the, the continuing lingering anger from people it's just it's what it is you know it's yeah yeah just, i'm the same yeah, yeah. I, we, we just got to focus on the end not the, yeah. not the getting there it's just unfortunate we are yeah. a fan base that's living through it in 20 30 40 years time of this stadium you know no one's gonna care about it being delayed so no of course we we just gotta stay focused people stay focused stay and focused. the last one is gonna be a fun one uh it's a comment from loella harris who says what do you think of the var decision was harry kane offside or not now you were at the game yes i would love your live opinion <laughs> was he on or was he off right live? well well Bearing, bearing in mind I sit behind a goal, I haven't got a clue, mate. <laughs> I'm, on the, I'm sitting in the wrong place in the stadium. Well, no, no, that's fine. That's absolutely <laughs> but, fine. Now, uh, I, I will tell you, to the naked eye watching it, I thought he was offside. So yeah. when he first went through, I thought, oh, he's off because he was so far ahead. When they showed the replay, I immediately went, oh, he was on. Mm. He's in line. You know, you can see when it's connected. He referred it to VAR, and you get this replay with the lines on the screen then. Yeah. Clearly showed him onside. Yes. Okay, so straight away, I'm like, well, that's done and dusted. Fantastic. Now, forgetting the penalty a second, so just focusing purely on the offside, what amazed me, and has just left me dumbstruck almost, is that Chelsea have their own camera, have drawn their own line... And guess what? It's on their side. camera yeah. and their line, he's offside. I, I, and abs- they're arguing that point based on that. Well, guess yeah. what, Chelsea? I've got my own camera. And yeah. I've drawn my own line. And not only was he onside, your whole team was offside. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was ridiculous. I could draw lines anywhere I bloody want. The, the thing is, as well, uh, if you if you look at the... If you look at the, uh, the, the, the kind of the one that we all see of that line... Yeah. It was it Toby that part made the pass yeah 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 and the right. ball was and, off and his the, foot and the ball was off his foot yeah so yeah. you need to rewind that ever so slightly yeah. Yeah. Uh, which makes him very onside you know yeah the, the, the rule states 
on site at the time the pass is being made. Mm. So the VAR referral will freeze it as close as they possibly can because obviously milliseconds pass from the ball leaving a foot. Mm. And that was the best, clearest image they could get. And they look at it and they go, well, the ball's clearly left his foot and you mm-hmm. can see that the majority of Kane's body is on the side. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's reasonable to assume that when that pass was being played, he was totally on side. <laughs> yeah, completely, yeah. And the, the argument over um, if any part of the body that can score a goal is offside, then the player is offside. Mm. Um, and the argument over the attacking team should get any benefit of the doubt. I, I mean, I just can't believe that VAR has not solved this. It's just shifted the argument. If that linesman had kept his flag down, they'd still be arguing about it now. Yeah. The fact yeah. is, the linesman raised his flag because that's what they're told to do if they're not sure. So he watched it, didn't know, waited for the play to roll on, lifted his flag and went, needs to be reviewed. Yeah. It got reviewed. The VAR said it. At some point, you've got to go, okay, that's it. You know, in rugby, I've seen decisions that a TMO has given that were wrong. And you look at it a hundred times and you think, that TMO's got that wrong. But at no point does the referee have six foot eight monsters in their face ready to rip his head off mm. over it. They all go, okay. Because at some point you've got to accept there's the final decision. Yeah. And I think our manager made the point of, at the moment, all VAR is doing is shifting the linesman getting flack to a guy in an office somewhere getting yeah, flack. Yeah, he can because, hide. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, that's all he's doing. So... Um, the actual penalty decision, I cannot believe people think that's a dive. Oh, for God's sake. It, I mean, I, got t- he got wiped out. Yeah, the people were saying that his legs went together, and it was if you watch it, the goalkeeper smashes one leg into the other leg. <laughs> so he is taken up in the air. I just can't. And, and this goes back to what we said earlier about this kind of biased, moronic crap which if you genuinely have that opinion then football's not for you okay clearly you don't understand it and you should go play something else watch something else because it's so stupid and you make yourself look stupid if you look at that and go he dived yeah then you are just sounding moronic yeah yeah. and yeah don't embarrass yourself because that's what you're doing do you know talking about bias though and i know obviously i'm going to sound a bit biased but i I genuinely i can't see anybody watching that game didn't think that michael oliver was so biased towards chelsea it felt embarrassing at times and it wasn't just me because certain points he was getting booed and there was chance of you don't know what you're doing you're not fit to wear the shirt well he was getting cheered any time he gave us a decision um, it was it was all honestly Sam it, I don't know if he come across on the TV but I, I genuinely it was it was I, I I think it goes back to your kind of uh, your, 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 something you had when you were a child that's that feeling of injustice you know and, yeah, and I, yeah. I was losing my temper so much of him because it just seemed like the, the slightest little niggle uh, well, chill Hazard, for all the diving comments and stuff at Kane, Hazard can go down better than any player I've ever seen in my life. And don't get me wrong, he takes some kicking. Yeah. He really does. But at the same time, and he's a great football player, and I yeah. hate saying that because yeah. he plays for Chelsea, but he is. Mm. But he got to a point in that game where players were sneezing near him and he was dropping and getting a free kick. Yeah. Yeah. And it was embarrassing to watch. Mm. I hate that. You know, mm. that's That's kind of... 
the the referee was kind of completely buying into the fact that we were kicking him in air yeah, quotes yeah. and it just wasn't happening. No. Uh, Sissoko took the ball off of one of their defenders at one point and That's the defender right. threw himself to the ground. That's right. And, and the referee blew yeah. the whistle and I'm yeah. watching it and I thought, oh, perhaps he pushed him and then he showed yeah. the replay. Nope, shoulder to shoulder, the defender yeah. held all of him. Sissoko was just stronger than him. Yeah. Anywhere else on the pitch, nothing gets given for no. that. Anyway... I could go on, but I shall not because I shall sound like a ranting lunatic. Um, mate, I'm delighted to say that's it. Uh, yeah. We are done. Uh, we got the Man United game coming up. We will be back next week. Um, I, I am keeping everything crossed that we can get a result against Man United because I think that really cap off what has been a very good. You know, the Wolves result aside, you know, we've really really done well the back end of last year the start of this year uh, if we can beat Man United I think that would really keep the momentum going absolutely so so let's hope for that uh, but I will speak to you next week my friend thank you to everybody for listening we are done take care mate. thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do. <laughs>